Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Must be the money! This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Adam Schefter, ESPN Must senior be the NFL money. insider, as though he needs the introduction, is with us now. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good morning. host of the Adam Schefter podcast as well, of course. So take us to it. What led to Sean Payton ending up with the Broncos, Adam? Well, here's what happened. The Broncos started out with Sean Payton. Their initial two targets, I believe, were Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh. Then, of course, they go through the process, and D'Amico Ryans was very impressive. But they start out on Sean Payton, and they know when they're talking to Sean Payton that not only is his cost going to be high, which is secondary for a contract, but that the cost to New Orleans in terms of compensation is going to be very high as well. And so while they feel like they'd be great with Sean Payton, in their minds, they're like, you know what, let's look around here. Let's take a look at these other guys. And as you do that, you're like, wow, this Jim Harbaugh guy's impressive. Wow, this D'Amico Ryan's guy's impressive. And you explore the other options. Now, nothing with Jim Harbaugh ever materialized. And so they went on to D'Amico, who they really liked. Last week, they were told to work on a deal that would not involve D'Amico, that D'Amico wanted to go to Houston, wife is from Houston, and that that was the plan and the expectation that D'Amico would wind up in Houston. And so over the weekend, Denver began working on Sean Payton. On Sunday, you'll notice he was on TV. And Sean Payton doesn't do anything accidentally, and he was wearing an orange tie to send a message to the Broncos that, yes, he wanted to be there. Let's go get this done. The Broncos and Saints had to negotiate a deal, which is where Denver, I think, balked in the first place because the compensation was going to be high for a team that didn't have a lot of draft capital because of the Russell Wilson trade. But Denver recognized that its best choice to turn around its program, to lift it up from a state that was not entirely dissimilar to the state of the state's franchise after that entire city went through Hurricane Katrina, which was an awful thing back in 2006, was to turn to a man who had once rebuilt a franchise in Sean Payton. And really, the, the obstacle was trying to work out a trade with the Saints, which they were able to do. The Broncos liked Sean Payton all along. The Broncos were interested in him all along. They did their due diligence in talking to other people as they should have done, and they were impressive, and the Broncos were impressed. But in the end, with the way that the board all fell out, it led them to Sean Payton in the end, and obviously they worked out the deal with the Saints, and the contract with Sean Payton's a formality. He's going to be the Broncos head coach. Adam Shefty, do you think that the Broncos organization understands that there's getting ready to be a full culture shift in that entire organization by bringing in Sean Payton? I think that's exactly why they hired him, Kate. Hmm. They wanted Sean Payton to transform the entire organization, and they knew that that's what he had done in New Orleans. They want him to come in and revamp the training system, the nutritional system, the off-season program. Like, literally, everything is going to be different. And the Walton Penner family that brought the Broncos last summer, they... 
what they did last year, what they had last year, they didn't hire Nathaniel Hackett, but what they had last year didn't work. And so they want somebody to come in and fix their business. They believed that Sean Payton, with his experience, is the guy to come in to fix their business. And, and how would this affect, Adam, in your mind, Russell Wilson on and off the field in the perception of who Russell Wilson is? Look, everybody knows how much Denver has riding on Russell Wilson. Okay? He is ecstatic, ecstatic that Sean Payton is the head coach. And I can tell you from the outset that the one coach that Russell wanted from the outset more than any other was Sean Payton. Jim Harbaugh would have worked. D'Amico Ryans would have worked. There's nobody, and it's not close, that Russell Wilson wanted wanted to see as the next head coach the Denver Broncos more than Sean Payton. He believes that Sean Payton is just the guy to help bring him back to where he needs to be to revive his career. And by the way, here's the deal. If Sean Payton can't do it, then nobody can do it. Hmm. So this is the guy that Russell Wilson believes in most. This is the guy that he wanted most. And Denver's ownership really didn't solicit his opinion, but I know that that's the guy he wanted. And yesterday, after it came down, Russell Wilson was quite ecstatic. Shefty, we have about uh, a minute and a half left, but I did want to ask you about D'Amico Ryan's ending up with the Texans for a yep. six-year deal. What led to that? Well, look, again, Denver wanted him last week. Denver was interested in him last week. And Houston stepped in and set it up for him to come visit Houston. D'Amico Ryan's wife is from Houston. D'Amico Ryan's wife wanted to be in Houston. D'Amico Ryan's played for the Texans. Like, this was such a natural thing to happen. It wasn't not going to happen. It just wasn't. And the interesting part to me is that after two straight years where Houston's gone one and done with David Culley and Lovey Smith blowing out two coaches after one-year stints, they committed a six-year contract to D'Amico Ryan's. How many first-year head coaches get a six-year contract? And so Houston is saying to D'Amico Ryan's, you're our guy and you're our guy for a long time and we're going to build with you. They have two first-round picks. They have the second overall pick. And that was another reason why D'Amico Ryans was drawn to Houston over Denver. He obviously loved the draft position, loved the cap position. Wife loved the city. He, w- he was going there last week as soon as they made the plans for him to come in there. Mm. That is Adam Schefter, ESPN senior NFL insider. Thank you, Shefty, as always. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. All right, buddy. All right, Shafty. Keyshawn J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. What is the better long-term situation? Guys, what do you think? Texans or Broncos? Long-term? Long-term? I mean, long-term Broncos would be the Texans because – think. Well, because he doesn't have to, D'Amico doesn't have to, like, win right now. They're building. 
So you figure long term, you're building, you got time to build. You got a six year deal. Mm -hmm. Sean Payton's probably got a long term deal with a lot of money too, but you're expecting instant success because you have an established quarterback in Russell Wilson. So you're expecting right now, let's hit the ground running. We're not hitting the ground running six years from now. So that, to me, wouldn't be long-term. That would be immediately or two years from now, you're going to totally dismantle everything and start all over again. You see, I, I, yeah, I, you're right in that capacity. I also look at Sean Payton, Nokia, is like that, that's a – that's a long-term play with a guy. Like, that's a franchise. And I'm not saying D'Amico Ryan can't be that. I, I, I just also look at the experiences that Sean Payton has had as opposed to D'Amico that, all right, this is somebody that we can build with our quarterback and, and also help us see what's next for the next 10 years with the pieces that they when have. When you ask in. about long – or when the question is asked, because I was the one who asked it about long-term, <laughs> what's the better situation, the – I, I, it seems to me the answer would be what ownership or ownership group do you like better? And and Adam Schefter just told us that Sean Payton's relationship, you know, was such that – or was that Diana who told us? Someone just told us, uh, Diana Rossini or, or Adam Schefter, in the last hour or so, um, that, that, you know, Payton's relationship with ownership in New Orleans was extraordinary, and that's what he was looking for and thinks he found it in Denver – what about Houston, Key? Houston's had some up and downs based on, you know, uh, the ownership group there, just how they operated and did business in the past. D'Amico Ryan has played there. His his family is essentially from that area. He understands the Houston uh, culture. They may treat him and deal with him differently than they've dealt with past head coaches because there may be a different type of relationship there. Um but when I talk about long term, it's not that the Broncos isn't a long term. It's just that you got a younger coach on a long term deal with time to build. So you would well, think that they wouldn't blow him out in a couple years. years. He would be there, you know, to to see it through. I I guess and granted the three black head coaches, but I, <laughs> I just look at and that, that's a positive, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, yeah. Okay. Yes. That's moving in the right direction, but. It's like I also look at a lot of their decisions and how they've gone about decisions where I'm saying, I hear it on the six-year deal, but I still don't trust it. I don't know why. Maybe it's just with the Walton family and Penny family, just what they're trying to build. And I, maybe I don't even know enough about that situation. I just feel like I have already built in well, non-trust so, with Houston more so than I do with Denver. Well, some of the people that was in Houston when they were making some of these bad decisions are no longer there. Um, there's like, you know uh, – new people in the building, even though the owner is still there, you still got new people in the building. And I don't know the type of control uh, D'Amico has of the roster, of this, of that. Like, what is it that he has? Is he just the head coach? I don't know that. But I would just, for him, as a young head coach, it may just be a better situation because they're, he doesn't have to – they're not expecting – he doesn't have a $300 million quarterback and expecting to win right now. If you go to Denver – they're expected to compete with the Chargers in the Kansas City Chiefs right now because of the coach. And if he goes there, and the quarterback, if he goes there, it's too much pressure on him well, to turn things you, around you and get going in the right direction where Houston, bad, comp, bad division, second, second pick overall, he can build through that. See, Max, I don't know if there's pressure on Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton – I think champagne kind of comes in easy. All right, you gave me a year. If Russell doesn't pan out, I'm like yo, I can't work with this. Yeah, we got too much money involved in that though. 
Russell Wilson ain't going nowhere for several years. The real question is, I think, do you got the coach? I mean, even before the quarterback, if you have a real coach, you're going to be all right in the long run if you stick with him. You got a real coach, he'll figure it out. Better, better long-term situation, Texans or Broncos? You can weigh in on that if you want. But how about this one? The duo, a quarterback coach, Russell Wilson, Sean Payton. I'm not just talking about, you know, well, this is a great quarterback, whoever his coach is, right? I mean, where both guys are holding up their ends of the bargain, right? The coach and the quarterback are both good. Where do we rank Russell Wilson, Sean Payton as a tandem? 888-SAY-ESPN. Keyshawn, J. Willemax. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. So, Max, this is what happens when the internet breaks, right? The internet just broke. Just broke. Tear up the rundown. Because, hey, Jay, this just in. This just in. (laughs) Tom Brady, I just watched it myself on Instagram. Tom Brady claims he is retiring for good. In a very short Instagram post, he said that, look, you only get one big emotional retirement speech. I used mine up last year, so I'm just going to be direct. And, and, but gave what seemed to me a really heartfelt, emotionally genuine and short uh, retirement speech, thanking everyone, including his competitors and fans. He had to choke back tears a couple times, it seemed to me. Uh, and I thought it was I thought it was beautifully done to tell you the truth, but that's it. Right when we were speculating, oh, he's probably going to go to San Francisco, and that's a storybook ending mm-hmm. up there. He retires, guys. Yeah, you know, he's gone back and forward for me over the last several weeks since the end of the season for him. I always felt like okay, he'll probably wind up retiring because remember I kept saying his son is trying to play quarterback. You know, you want to be around in those days and times. I'm watching him with his kids ride horses, just all that sort of stuff. It it just felt like, why is he still chasing? But then you start to think, okay, what team makes sense if he does want to play? So those conversations came up. Is it the Jets? Is it Miami? Is it San Francisco? Those are the only teams that make all the sense of the world. But in the end... You're 46 years old, man. You don't want – there's nothing else left to do. You can't possibly, as I said yesterday, you can't possibly love football that much to the point where you're going to be missing out on some very, very important years in your kids' lives as they get into the teenage years. You you, you have to understand that football is – 
is great. It, it will afford you and your family forever, lifestyle, the whole deal. But what is there to chase anymore? What is there to chase anymore? He's done it all. There's nothing else left to do. Um, as we're obviously, you guys are with us in real time as we're kind of downloading all this information. And as I type in Tom Brady's retirement, do you know it was a year ago today that he retired last year? Well, the I same it was a day? year ago, but not the same day. Same day. February 1st. Tom Brady We had retired. the fake retirement. What a fake! What he well, he's retired. Then forty days later, yeah. So I, I, I'll be the person to ask it. Like, is this a real retirement? I, I haven't seen the video, Max. There's no. It seems authentic, genuine in the moment, but, but there's no you, way to tell. Tom Brady really doesn't know again. for sure. Well, I right? don't know. I'm just okay, saying, listen, it happens on the, the same day guys, a year guys, later. Let's play it right now. This is Tom Brady's <laughs> latest retirement announcement. <laughs> what on Instagram? Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So uh, I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. So, Jay, you asked, yeah. is, is it real this time? I don't think that sounds real. There's a, I think he believes it's real, and it may be real. But time will tell if it's real, right? Because he feels this way now. And if he still feels this way later, then he'll be retired. Man, how many in, in a team sport dudes continue every year to retire <laughs> then, and, and come back? I, the retiring the first time and coming back, I get it. I don't. I will bet you any amount of money this dude is done done. It's done now. Mm-hmm. If you would have asked me last year what you think your chances of coming back, yeah, yeah maybe. But it's time to move on. And that's why he's holding tears back in that in that clip there because he knows he knows it's he, over. He knows yeah. it's over, and he's ha- he has other yeah, things man. to do. The man that went through a lot over the last twelve months. Yeah, no question, Jay. I, it's funny because if you come off a season like he did two years ago, or, or last year when he retired, where you lead the league in everything, he led the league in attempts, in completions, in yards, in touchdowns, led the league in everything. Then it's like it's a great way to go out, even if you didn't win the Super Bowl. Yes, but but on the, at the same time you're like, but wait a minute, I still got something in the tank. And if you have an off season uh, or a down season, especially if the right team isn't around you, there's always the temptation to think, man, I don't want to go out like this. Ma- I think I got a little more. Max, let me ask you this. You know, th- this is what I love about our show because we're just all like brutally honest. So it, it took me a while after my accident. I'm not saying. That was Tom Brady's accident. Tom Brady's had a story career, but it took me a while after my accident, like a couple of years, to like where I, I was like, all right, I got to change the narrative for myself psychologically here. That like this is going to empower me, right? But like, there's a lot where people ask, well, if you can go back to that day, would you change things? You think if Tom Brady could go back, do you think he would still play this last year, or do you think he would have retired, looking at it retrospectively? Last year, you know kind of being the on top. Is, Jay? 
to me and Key, the pro- it's a great question, but the problem is it with it is Brady needed to find out for himself, it seems to me, right? So in asking the question, you undo the point of the season. I think he's satisfied that he has given everything he can. Yeah, but I'm just saying, Max, other- for everything that's happened this past year. If he could have had if, that. If he could, if he could have not done that and say, you know what? But I'm going to stop. That I hear. I hear. When, you know when what you I mean? say when you say everything. Are you? I'm just. I'm, are you I, referring to the divorce? I'm defor- yeah, defor- I don't know that the divorce issue, and I don't know this because I've never talked to him. I don't talk to his wife. Well, we're no all idea. assuming here. If one was because you kept but hearing why? reports about spending time with the kids. I understand, and, but but that's an abrupt. I agree. Agree. Divorce based on um, retiring. So there had to be issues prior to that. Of course, that no, led no, into. It, but that's that what led that, into that. But that's what I'm asking. If he had said. No, this is it. Do you think it would have had a chance to like save that? Oh, I don't know. I'm not save in, that, and it also I'm not like, at the dinner table. I, I know we're not there, but I'm also talking about like going out. Like Max, you talk about last year leading the league in passing yards, right? It didn't finish and culminating with the championship, but still, like you don't double down on it this year, though. If you him, because you're only going to make it look worse. Worse. If no, you no, come no. back and it, the same thing happens. I, I, that's what I was just talking about, going out on top as but opposed Jay, to. I would say the reason I but say But going the, out on top was after the first year he won the championship. Yes, yeah. that would have yeah, been yeah, going, going out on top. top. Yeah. yeah, you're right. The, the, but Jordan couldn't probably do it. Did. Brady couldn't do it. They just, they're too competitive. But, but yeah. Jay, your, your question, there's a, there's a Middle Eastern philosopher from centuries and centuries ago named Al-Ghazali, who talked who? about fruitional <laughs> knowledge. Where did you get this guy this is, it's He That's talked about fruitional knowledge, which means the knowledge you gain through experience. When you understand something through experience, your question about, hey, if he could know what would happen, would he still do it? But knowing what would happen is not the same thing as fruitional knowledge, Agreed. right? Yeah. He had to experience it. He had to, he had to. I don't see a way around that one. All right, Brady, Tom Brady has retired again. Is it real this time? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Breaking news, Tom Brady has announced he is retiring. I will bet you any amount of money this dude is done done. It's done now. Mm-hmm. If you would have asked me last year what you think his chances of coming back, yeah, yeah maybe. But 
it's time to move on. Tom Brady, greatest football player of all time. I mean, 23 years in the league, seven Super Bowls. What are you going to say, right? Retires in a heartfelt and brief Instagram post. Uh, guys, Max. I'll tell you what, it's just bizarre, Jay. Like, it looked like he was, you know, Key made such a good argument that he's going to go to San Francisco. It made sense to me. Max, he's, uh, if he was to play. Yeah. Max, how many days do we have into the Super Bowl? How many days? Two weeks. Uh, two, two weeks. Two weeks minus two days. So, so we call days it 12 days. Yeah, just call it two days. weeks. You, you, yeah. think, you think 12 days is enough prep time to call the Super Bowl? No, he's not going to call the Super Bowl. Greg Olson's doing an amazing job in the booth. Now, if you tell me that he's going to join, yeah, join the Super Bowl, more likely join, join the broadcast, yeah. Either join the broadcast of the game to some degree, stop being joke around, or be on set of the pregame shows. That makes sense. Mess around with Gronk, that sort of thing. But why Brady? What does he know about the Super Bowl? Dude has played in half the Super Bowls that have been I mean, played. He, in the last he, he's going to make as much as he would make on the field, allegedly. Allegedly, what's reported with none of the physicality of the game, just to be at games and to give you the insight. I mean, I, well, you weren't allowed to tackle Brady anyway for a lot of years. That's what I was, Max, that's not even retirement. You're still good. playing the game. That's good for him, man. I'm I'm happy for him if if this is truly the end, which it feels like to me, because I've never known somebody to retire twice. In, in in unretire in football. I mean, obviously Michael Jordan, Jordan did it, but you know he did it at a time where he was at the top of his game, so he had a lot left. Tom Brady is at the end on the back end of it. And I've talked to Lennox Lewis, former heavyweight champion of the world. I worked with him for a number of years, you know, ringside, and Andre Ward, former pound for pound. Best fighter in the world, retired undefeated, worked with him for a number of years, still do work with Andre. Um, and they both retired seemingly at the height of their powers or close to it. And, uh, you know, it seems to me like even the guy who retires doesn't really know if he's retired, right? Until the time comes where he start, starts wondering to himself, is this still a choice? Like, I made a choice to walk away, right? Gridiron didn't retire me. I chose to walk away. But at some point, you start to feel your body, and it's like, but what if I chose to still play? Could I still do it at a good level? And at that moment, you find out if a guy's really retired. Because if he starts to feel like, I don't know how much longer it's even my choice to not play, some guys you know, want to get it in before, before it's too late. And to me, that's when you find out if a guy is serious or how, like how serious his commitment is mm. to the idea of retiring or if he might change his mind. Well, if he was 28 years old and doing this, yeah. He's 46, Max. 46? It's unheard of. Like, you're not getting ready to uh, retire, retire again. Unre- like, he's 46. What if some team needs a quarterback? He's not going to do it. A couple weeks into the season. No, yeah, why would you do that? But also then, Max, and he readdresses a lot of are stuff. You, Family, you, kids. Yeah. Want to be around his kids. You know, like, at a certain point, man, you're like, that, like, my kids are my legacy. Right? Like, to me personally, regardless of whatever anybody says, Jay, do basketball, whatever, I'm like, that's cool. My kids, that's my legacy. It is a, even if he were to, some, to come back for whatever reason, that's, that's in the future. Right now, he seems. <laughs> He's not nice. coming back. Well, listen, he did, it, he did it once. It's fair to people, for people to be skeptical. If you had to ask me, would I bet he come back? This time, I would say, no, he's retired. Last time, I assumed he was coming back. I said it the whole time. 
but because the reasons he gave indicated to me he was making a sacrifice for other people to retire. He wasn't ready. This, to me, sounds like he's ready to retire. But, guys, at any rate, whether he does or he doesn't, the point is he says he's retired. He believes he's retired at this moment. You celebrate his career. What a career. This is the greatest career of all time. It's impossible had to play a, 23 uh, years in the NFL and win seven Super Bowls. It had a pretty amazing career. Had a pretty amazing career, uh, no question about it. Showed that he can win in any situation, any circumstance. He goes from New England to Tampa, wins one immediately. Tampa Bay's been in the playoffs every single year. You know, it's just it's it's just it's been uh, I guess a dream ride for him from Michigan of battling it out in college with Drew Henson to the point where he's drafted in the sixth round. He's backing up Bledsoe. Bledsoe gets hurt. And then the rest is history. He marries a supermodel, has a baby before the supermodel has a a son by a a, a major actress and then moves on. And he just, so man, his hand, if I had, if I had his hands, I cut mine off, Jay. Max, you know, Obviously, I, I think we've came to a conclusion because of all the accolades and the resume, you know, the GOAT in football. Is he the greatest player of all time? In what sport? In all sports. Team sport? No. In team sports? No, I wouldn't say so. I don't think he ever hit a peak that you would say is clearly the highest peak ever. Career accomplishments, yes. But I think when we say the yeah, greatest I'm ever, I'm kind of with you. Need with, the career accomplishments well, Max, plus. I'm just asking that, a question. Like, I'm not saying that yeah, one no, no, way or I'm, the other. Listen, I'm, he's in that conversation. He's in that conversation for sure, right, guys? It is. And by the way, there's no proof because how do you really prove it? But he did also offer a big piece of evidence about the great sports debate of the 21st century. Other than LeBron or MJ, right? It is Belichick or Brady, and. Brady, oh, don't be a, a Debbie Downer today. Don't don't. And Belichick has leave, not done so well. Since leave then. Belichick out of this today. Is celebrating well, Tom Brady. That's true. It's a little. We don't bit, have to break down one man to celebrate another. Little no, crass, little classy little today. Bit, little little crass instead of class. I will admit it. <laughs> this is Guilty. so much. This Can't is, help yourself. This is this <laughs> is. I gotta get some pick me up caramel macchiato. No foam. Yeah. All skinny. Let's go, Pat. Gotta no give me foam, some pick me up. You want to see the video? Let's play the video. We have the. We played you the audio earlier of Tom Brady's retirement announcement. What, in the last 20 minutes? Here's the video. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so... Uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. I have so much admiration for this guy, guys. Like, the way he conducts himself in public, he he Last always night. appears to be the adult in the room when he opens his mouth. You know, like I, I, I you got to just say it's one of the great careers you will ever see. Okay, I'm, I'm reflecting. <laughs> you no, know, it is I, Max. I, I, it's but you know what, Max? I, I, I'm gonna say this about Tom. 
as much as I've seen him on TV, as much as you know, you make comments about him saying the right things, being the adult in the room. One of the things I've always loved about TB is if you ever got a chance, anybody spend time with him, like where he's relaxed, like he's a guy's guy, man. Like spending time with him at um, you know the Kentucky Derby one year, literally me, him, and Teddy Bruschi, like we're just kicking it. Like it was. And the things you hear him say and how competitive he is, and it just it was a guy's guy moment where there's certain people that you meet they're in such rarefied air you never feel like they can relate. You know what I mean? It's like almost like playing golf with Michael Jordan. If anybody's ever done that, right? Like I'm like, yeah, Michael Jordan coming after my head right now on the golf course, and I'm loving every second of it. Like there was just like this feeling that both these guys give off that they're bigger than life, but when you're with them, they treat you like one of the guys. The trash talking, having fun, the playing jokes. There's something special to be said about that, about them. Yeah. I mean, I think all high competitive athletes are that way. Most of them, for the majority of high competitive athletes, there's one way on the field and there's another off the field. Yeah. I mean, it's just the reality of it. You know what Um, I can't get over? That he played on Key's seven on seven team. That's that just trips <laughs> me out. He coached him on seven seven. Key coached him seven on seven. <laughs> Brady is a seven time Super Bowl winner. Speaking of seven, who ends his career as the NFL's all time leader in passing yards, eighty nine thousand two hundred fourteen. Fourteen Pro Bowls, man. Touchdown passes six hundred forty nine. As Jay just said, fourteen Pro Bowls. How does his retirement affect the, the quarterback landscape in the NFL and the quarterback moves still to be made in the NFL after key has this from Granger or Jay for the ones who get it done Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions that's right plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer so call Click Granger.com or just stop on by. Or even safer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Breaking news, Tom Brady has announced he is retiring. I will bet you any amount of money this dude is done done. It's done now. Mm-hmm. If you would have asked me last year what you think his chances of coming back, yeah, maybe. But it's time to move on. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance and joined now by Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL Insider, because Tom Brady just retired. Posted on Instagram, reposted on Twitter in a short and heartfelt, um, I can't call it a speech statement really, where he acknowledged that you only get one long kind of teary goodbye. He's nevertheless choked back tears as he thanked fans, competitors, teammates, and said this he's retired for good. Jeff Darlington with us now. Good morning, Jeff. What's up, Jeff, man? J.D. Hey, guys, what's going on? Good, man. I How can't, we doing? I, I cannot use you anymore as my inside source. I'm going to have to go to Tom <laughs> I Brady. I got to go to Tom Brady for my inside source. Directly. Directly. This is ridiculous. I mean, I come on, Jeff, you're on South Beach. <laughs> He's not too far away, actually. But, yeah, no, I mean, this is a decision that he really wanted to kind of keep close. He ended up telling the Bucks uh, this morning at 6 a.m., and I'm not necessarily saying that they were stunned by the news. They they definitely foresaw this as a very strong option. But I would say that um, the timing of it, you know, that he kind of contemplated and, and made the decision very much on his own and uh, informed them of that. And then two hours later, later sent out the video. So well, it makes sense that a lot of people are a little surprised today. Yeah, why now, no, Jeff? Why, why do it at 6 a.m.? on February 1, according to Jay, a year yeah. ago to this day? Yeah, it, you know, it's, last year he ended up announcing on this day, um, and part of the reason was he wanted to wait until after the conference championship games were over. He didn't want to upstage them. So um, obviously a similar scenario here. But he also did want some time after the season to kind of uh, contemplate it, the possibilities. Uh, the one thing that I've been mentioning is, and I've kind of said before was that I know that there was obvious wonder about where he would play next. Um, he, he has been telling people that that it was going to be the Bucks or he was going to retire. But even even people close to him necessarily didn't you know didn't believe that either. But that turned out to be the truth. And he doesn't have to wait until March 13th for free agency to open um, when he knew that to be what he was ultimately going to do. He just had to decide whether it was going to be a return to the Bucks or if he was going to retire. Jeff, I I know today everybody will try to, you know, unpack Tom Brady's overall career and talk a lot about his greatness and the greatest Mm -hmm. of all time and go through all the accolades on the resume. But, you know, I kind of think we know what that is, frankly. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you think Tom does next? Do you think Tom gets involved in ownership, Jeff? Do you think he, you know, what is it? Yeah, you know, obviously he's got the Fox contract, and I understand everybody assumes that that will just be, be the way he goes. I, I don't know that I'm necessarily as convinced 
that that will be the case. I, I could certainly see him doing it next season, maybe even for a few seasons. But you mentioned ownership. Uh, I, to me, that is the direction that Tom Brady will eventually um, go. He still has such an incredible passion for football. He has an incredible desire to implement his beliefs when it comes to um, being able to play a long time and avoiding pain while doing so. Uh, and he also, I mean, to put it quite frankly, loves money. <laughs> he loves the idea of investments and equity and all those types of things. So to me, when you take those three components, um, where he will be able to get all of that would be as a, as a potential owner, um, a minority owner perhaps, uh, of an NFL team. Jeff Darrington, uh, ESPN reporter, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Do you think, though, in your heart of hearts, and I know you'll get this question 10,000 times as you go on <laughs> 800 million shows today, is this the end or are we going to see a repeat of a year ago as the offseason comes and the grass starts <laughs> to smell and the teams start to reach out and all yeah. that? Or are we going to get a repeat? I think that he knew he couldn't do that again. Um, I mean, he said as much in the video. And I understand that there's going to be a lot of people out there that think otherwise. I tend to take people at their word, and maybe that bites me at times. As, as you know, last year he ended his retirement. This year, I do believe that he's done. Uh, like I said, he doesn't want to go to another team and and kind of re-enter uh, another organization, and he probably does look at the Bucks in some capacity and says, all due respect, do I, do I believe that I can win a championship there next year? I mean, there's so many different layers to this, um, but I think th- the final layer is ultimately that at 45 years old, he has to ask himself, what am I doing this for and what am I chasing? And at the end of the day, I think he can probably look in the mirror and say, I got nothing left to chase. Well, that's a good. Um, that's interesting, Jeff, because I think you're right. I think that he left it all out there, right? But he is coming off a season that was not as good as the season before, and there was speculation mm-hmm. that, well, that's you know because of what's around him. But he did look older and creaky for the first time, right? At least since the end of the Patriot yeah. run, where it turned out he really didn't have the weapons. So when you say there's nothing left to chase, well, then what was he chasing when he unretired the first yeah. time, right? So I, I think that that is a question that he has had to let, leave himself pondering. And last year when this happened, when he ended up retiring I, uh, and then coming back, I don't think he necessarily went through all the mental gymnastics. Um, I, he, he isn't the type of guy, we always hear him say one day at a time, I'm only worried about today. And all of the people around him will tell you, that is absolutely the case. Everybody wants to think of Tom Brady as being this meticulously, um, has everything planned out. And I don't necessarily think that that's true. He is the type of person who has trouble looking beyond the day, beyond the immediate moment. And last year, that kind of bit him a little bit because he didn't consider what retirement meant. He didn't necessarily think about, um, you know, in late December, what am I going to do next? He didn't have it completely mapped out. And, you know, we know about the Miami overtures and the different things that were going on there, but he still never had it fully mapped out. And I think in this case, going into this offseason, he knew he had to do that. He knew he had to get in his own mind 
and truly picture what the next step of his career is. And, and it is not, in his opinion, on the football field. Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter. Thank you for jumping on with us, Jeff. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, right, Jeff. Tom Brady retires. And this time he says it's for good. Much more coming up. KJM, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.